The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, is with me in studio, hot off the bus from the RDS, where the 60th BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition is underway. 550 different projects on display. Uh, Jess, this is like Christmas for you. It's one of my favourite events of the year. I took part in this. I know I tell you this every year, but Mm -hmm. I took part in it uh, when I was in third and fourth year in secondary school. And for me, taking part was actually one of the defining moments of my school tenure because it was the first time I realised that schoolwork can be kind of fun. And also, I was so shy. I didn't talk to anyone. And part of this competition is that you have to do your project, obviously, but then judges come around and they interview you. You've got journalists like me now popping up, asking you questions about it. So you develop soft skills as well as, uh, you know, producing some amazing projects. And what I love is that it's always on this time of year. So everything is grey and gloomy and whatever. (laughs) But today I left the office here in Diggs Lane and I headed out to the RDS and it was buzzing. Yeah, there's great atmosphere. Incredible atmosphere. I was kind of caught up in a tsunami of school children walking in to visit the exhibition. And as you said there, there's 550 projects on display. As always, they're broken up into different categories. So you've got behavioural science, chemical, physical and mathematical sciences, technology, bio- uh, biological and ecological sciences. And then there's a new category this year, uh, which is health and well-being. So it's the 60th year. It's a big deal. There's a lot of celebration going on. And I caught up with Shay Walsh, who's the managing director of BT Ireland, who told me a little bit about the key themes of this year's projects, as well as the demand from students up and down the country to participate. This year, we're particularly seeing um, them using AI and ChatGPT uh, for their projects, number one, but also then looking at the impact of ChatGPT and AI have in their in their surroundings and from from a social media perspective the impact it has on them but there are some recurring themes every year that they look at in terms of concern about the environment concern about mental health of of of, of all ages but particularly the um, uh, students of their own age uh, as well as safety and we've created a new category this year of health and well-being so you know it, the the interest peaks every year to this year we've had 2040 entrants uh, of over 4,200 4, students. We've room here for 550 projects, but that means that the quality this year, obviously, you know, is one in four of, of, of the projects you receive. So we do a pre-listing of the uh, projects and we, and we the judges do a pre-judge of those and we whittle it down to the top um, 550 projects. I think, I think a measurement of how good those projects are and the quality of those projects is that the Irish winner of BT Young Scientist competition has gone on to win the EU competition 17 out of 35 times. So I think that that tells the real story uh, a, a, you know, a demonstrable quality that comes out of the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition. Wow, we're like the Eurovision, the amount we go on and win in Europe. Um, so you, you have some of those uh, previous winners, uh, Patrick Collison from Stripe, a previous winner. Uh, uh, Shay mentioned AI there and in particular ChatGPT. Now, did you notice this as a theme? He mentioned kind of people using it and people investigating it. Yeah, it is something that we noticed straight away. Uh, when you walk the floor... All the project titles are visible right away. And what I saw was that you had students who were looking at it from the impact on maybe education, both for students and for teachers, right up to using it as a tool for medical diagnosis. One project that caught my eye, however, 
is incredibly topical. And I could imagine not only this kid, but this project being snapped up by big tech in the morning. Uh, because at the moment, you may have heard about it, the New York Times has taken legal action against OpenAI and Microsoft. So they're the companies behind mm. ChatGPT. And this kid has built a program called Verify Me. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Sean O'Sullivan and I go to school at Colossal Curran in Croom, County Limerick. So my project was inspired by the release of ChatGPT. Um, that was in November of 2022. And since then, we've been struggling to try and develop an accurate way of detecting AI-generated content. My project takes a pivoted approach. Rather than trying to, de- to detect AI-generated content, it detects the author referenced by past examples of their writing and a new presented piece. It does this by deconstructing each presented piece into 58 different values, which represents that author's style. And through comparing this, it can lead to an up to three-fold accuracy increase where current AI content detectors are completely bypassed. I believe that when we're training these large language models, if you imagine we're optimizing for them to mimic human-like writing, and in doing that, we're only chasing at a moving we're only chasing a moving target if we're trying to get them to if we're trying to build systems to detect the flaws in how they articulate language. For example, when I was testing these detectors, I found that simply jumping from ChatGPT 3 to GPT-4, a significantly more capable model, all of the detection systems saw significant reductions in their detection accuracy, while at the same time, Verify Me, comparing back to the base author's writing, it maintained the same accuracy throughout of approximately 80 up to 95%. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, sorry, this guy is not going to be popular amongst his classmates. No, but he could save journalism. I was stood there listening to him, blown away, not only with how articulate he is, but how necessary this invention is. So just to break it down into plain English, right? When you ask ChatGPT, say if you ask ChatGPT about the new iPhone, uh, it'll scour the internet and pull information together. However, there have been reported instances of ChatGPT taking, copying and pasting the work of journalists and presenting it on ChatGPT. So that work then is being reused and essentially plagiarised. By using this kid's application, not only could I identify if it's been written by AI or if it's been written by another human being, it could tell you what human being, who the work has been originally written by. So I actually think this is incredibly impressive and I cannot wait to work for this kid in 15 years' time. Um, so, I mean, it gives as well a sense, doesn't it, Jess, of the sophistication yeah. uh, of the entries. This isn't kind of mixing baking soda and vinegar in a homemade volcano. No, I, and if that's what's in your head when you think of this exhibition, you are, you're so wrong. Uh, there, there are the most sophisticated, most innovative projects on display. And what always strikes me is that the young people are looking around their day-to-day lives and they're encountering problems or they're encountering things that they're curious about and rather than just rolling their eyes or taking it on they're actually looking to ask questions and build solutions. Uh, There were quite a few projects looking at the use and impact of vapes on teenagers. There was others developing practical alternatives including seaweed as a material uh, or as an alternative to plastic And then there was this one, which just blew me away. And it looked at a way to try and limit the invasive testing on patients during the process of diagnosing a brain tumour. My name is Ava McBride and I'm in St. Joseph's Secondary School in Rush. My project is building an algorithm that can detect brain tumours from MRIs. So a brain tumour is an abnormal growth of cells within the brain. And brain tumors have quite a high misdiagnosis rate because, like, typical way of diagnosing a brain tumor is through MRIs. There's three ways of diagnosing a brain tumor, which is CAT scans, which just aren't as used as much as MRIs would be, and then obviously MRIs, and then a biopsy. 
but doctors are trying to veer away from biopsies because they're painful and invasive and since they're so close to the brain they can be quite dangerous. Um, so in some countries uh, the diagnosis rate for brain tumors, the misdiagnosis rate can be as high as 40% um, and they also have a really low survival rate of only 36% five years after diagnosis. So to combat this I decided to create an algorithm that can detect brain tumors and their type from an MRI brain scan. The reason why they're misdiagnosed so often be due to human error and their size. Brain tumors can be so small that they're barely noticeable to the human eye. For an example, a pituitary tumor um, forms within the pituitary gland, and the pituitary gland is the size of a pea. So if a tumor is forming in that, it would be even smaller and hard to see. So my algorithm can detect three kinds of tumors, and these three kinds make up around 90% of all tumors diagnosed. And I created my algorithm by using online data sets, which have thousands of image, images of each kind of tumor. And then I use those um, images to create a model. And what the model does is it tells the computer the difference between each kind of tumor and their different characteristics so that I can tell them apart. In my classification algorithm, I can put in any MRI brain scan and it'll give me an accurate diagnosis of the brain tumor and its type. And I tested my algorithm around 15 different times and each time I got really accurate results. My algorithm gives me a percentage of how likely it is to be that kind of tumor. And every time I got 85% no. What made you want to pick this topic as your subject? Um, when I was younger, I got tested for epilepsy and I had to go into an MRI machine and my doctor showed me the scans of my brain and I thought it was really cool. And last year I did a lot of projects with machine learning, so I got to combine those two interests with this project. Ah, oh, wow. As you say, Jess, I mean, this isn't um, the, the kind of the high school science fair that we maybe see on TVs and movies, uh, people mixing the baking soda and vinegar. This is hugely impressive stuff. I mean, that is just incredible. That's the type of thing you'd hear at a kind of a Entrepreneur of the Year Award 100%. Uh, type thing. So listen, we wish everybody uh, taking part in the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition the best of luck, all 550 of them, the 60th edition, if you can believe it. Our technology correspondent, two-time contestant as well, Jess <laughs> Kelly. Thank you very, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.